Thank God. Thank God today. I'm telling you, truly call on him and, and see the hand of your father. As Brother Lawrence said, your heavenly father reaching out and caring, compassionate love toward us. Amen today. I want to share with you just briefly from the word of God. I'm going to ask Sister Rhonda if she'll come on to the piano. In the interest of time, uh, the Lord has, has already accomplished so much, but I want to leave a word from God that he placed in my spirit with you today and give you an opportunity today to allow his word to accomplish something in your life. I was thinking the other day about fathers, and earlier in the week, I, sometimes I have struggled with Father's Day messages and Mother's Day messages because uh, sometimes it just did not seem befitting to necessarily deliver a message each and every year concerning fathers and mothers and so sometimes God would shift me into something different we'd still honor the fathers we'd still honor the mothers but he would shift me into a different place I believe it's important to share what God gives don't you I believe that I seek his face diligently day in and day out I'm riding down the road and a lot of times my mind is thinking about God what would you have me to feast on and to study and to prepare. What word would you have me to give for the people? Because I believe that uh, God knows what you need. He knows what I need. Amen. And so daily, I'm, I'm constantly, if I'm not talking, my wife says sometimes, you mighty quiet. Is everything all right? You ain't mad with me, are you? <laughs> and and I'm not really. I just got so much on my mind. I'm, I'm thinking I need, I need the Lord to speak to my heart. And so early in the week, I, I was praying God as to what direction he would have me to go. And in the middle of the night, how many knows God's a middle of the night kind of God? <laughs> it just, you know, you got so much going on in the day, but sometimes in the middle of the night, you're just trying to rest and God will just come over and shake you a little bit and say, hey. I got a word for you. In the middle of the night, God spoke something to my heart and I just, it just began to get in me. And I pray that it will touch the fathers today as well. And I just want to share with you those four things quickly. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Hebrews. I'm not going to, I'm not going to wear you out over there. Just Hebrews chapter 11. When you have it, just say amen. The Bible said, by faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up sacrifice, uh, offered up Isaac, that he might or had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up sacrifices, offered up Isaac. And he that received the promises offered up his only begotten son. We many know Abraham to be what we call and consider Father Abraham today. God had blessed him and spoken into his life that his children and his descendants would be as the sand of the sea. Amen, that it would be innumerable. We know this not to be because of a law that was written or put in place. 
It was not included in any of the Levitical laws or even the Ten Commandments, but it was spoken of God by faith. Abraham received it. And in Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 through 14, actually I'm going to read just three verses. It said, It came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, now take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering and rose and went to the place of which God had told him. Four things that God spoke to me this week that I want to share with you. Number one, Abraham followed the Lord on his journey. Today, just briefly, I want to speak, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to be long, Sister Rhonda, keep playing, on this thought, leading fathers. Abraham followed the Lord on his journey. How many believe it's important today that we be followers of God as dear children, amen? Not only, as Brother Lawrence said earlier, do we celebrate fathers in the earthly realm and our children love them and honor them on this day, but we are to be followers of God. It's just as simple as that. I think sometimes we try to get some kind of theological, uh, deep-seated thought on it all. But God spoke to Abraham and he could have walked away, but he chose not to. He chose to hear what God had to say. So for leading fathers today, we need to think about what Abraham did and apply it to our life. We need to follow the Lord on our journey. Number two, God spoke to me and he said, Abraham took his son with him on the journey. Amen. Not only did Abraham follow God, but he included his children on the journey. So often today we need to be reminded as fathers what God wants us to do. And that is to make sure that our children see us doing what God has called us to do. Amen. If you'll back up for a minute, the Bible said that when Abraham received the word from God, he got up early. I'm telling you, today is a good day to to just turn around and say, okay, God, I'm going to follow you from here on out. He got up early, the Bible said. It's a good day to start being obedient to God. Now, if we were honest with ourselves, some of us could say, well, I hadn't really been obedient like I ought to be. Amen. Well, it's a good day to do it. Then he saddled his donkey. It's a good day to prepare for the journey. Amen. Then he brought two of his men. It's a good day. It's a good day to influence others to follow the Lord. Then he brought his son, number two. Abraham included him. The Bible said that we should train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he won't depart from it. 
our journey should be made the right way. And Isaac got to accompany him. One of the greatest testimonies I have in my own personal life is when I think about my childhood, I think about my daddy and I think about my mama and I think about how they drug me to church. We need children to have that kind of thought process today. Amen? We need children who can testify as they get older that my father led me to follow God. So Abraham followed God on his journey. Then he brought his children with him, brought his son with him. And then three, Abraham was an example of faith to Isaac. Abraham said to these young men, stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship. We'll come back. And then he begins to set out on that journey to take his son up the mountain. And I believe that Abraham knew that God was not going to let him go through with that. And I believe he had faith that God was going to do just exactly what he told Isaac he was going to do. Now here he was binding him up, preparing to sacrifice him. Isaac saying, son, God, Father, what are we going to, where's the sacrifice? God will provide, son. He saw an example of faith. When our children are unsure today of what tomorrow holds, fathers need to have the answer that our God will provide. When you don't know if your son's going to be able to get a job because of the circumstances, glory to God, and, and he's concerned. I don't know if I'll ever be able to get somebody, amen, ought to have a father that says, son, God will provide. When we don't know what tomorrow holds, we need fathers who know who holds tomorrow. Can somebody, my goodness, give me a father today who's a follower of God who'll take the children on the journey with them and who'll be examples of faith when it seems like the whole world is closing in on them. They don't have fathers who quit. They have fathers who keep pressing on looking for a city which hath foundations whose builder and maker is God. Give me these kind of fathers today. You say, well, preacher, it it's too late. I'm too old to be that kind of father. As long as there's breath, you're never too old and the cross is not too weak and the journey is still real today. Glory to God in our lives. Stand with me, if you will, please. He was an example of faith to Isaac. God give us hearts like you've just shared with us that Abraham had. Give us the ability by your Holy Spirit to fulfill these attributes in our life. Go to somebody and say, don't stagger. the promises of God. The Bible said, blessed is a man who has his quiver full of children. I got my quiver full. If you can have one, you got your quiver full. 
You can have two, you got your quiver full. You can have ten, and you got your quiver and a whole lot of other things full. <laughs> Hallelujah. But blessed is the man that has his quiver full of children. And as we celebrate our fathers today, I know our fathers are celebrating their children. Amen. They're celebrating their children. My race is almost run. If the Lord tarries, my children and your children, they're going to take up the baton. And we need to leave them a church that is on fire, that is following after God, that is being an influence biblically in their community and that is setting examples of faith. Father, today, as I've shared this that you have spoken to my heart, I pray that it is reached down into the very heart of a father today or even a potential father. Someone, Lord, who may at some point take on the role of fatherhood. Let us first look within ourselves and if there be anything within us that falls short of your glory, today it'd be a good day to turn that around. Father, today would be a good day for us to evaluate ourselves and to say, God, help us that we would be the fathers that would follow you fathers that would take our children along on the journey and fathers that would be examples of faith. That's your desire as a father today. I want to ask you to do something. I just want you to lift your hand up to heaven and say, Lord, that's my desire. I want to follow you with all my heart. I want to take my children along on this journey of faith. And I want to be that example of faith to my children. Not only to them, but those in my community. I want to be an example of what a father really should be. God, I don't want to train up my children to, to succeed in life and, and to get through life and, and fail to teach them how to get to you. I, I don't want to fail to teach them to know who Jesus is. Oh God, we're filled in a land today where so many good fathers, good fathers, Lord, but if they're not pointing their children to Christ, then it'll all be in vain. God, let us point our children to the Lord. And Lord, we give you praise. If that's your prayer and you've lifted your hand and asked the Lord to touch you, then I want to say this morning to our children, to the sons and the daughters, As much as you have honored your father today, we want to honor you. We want to praise God for you. And we want to ask you to be patient with your father.
but listen to your father. Pray for your father as your father prays for you. Put your arm around your father and let him know how much you love him, not just once a year, but let him know daily. You say, well, preacher, I can't, I can't do that. I have to work, and it's hard. We don't hardly get to see each other. Hey, man, just send him a text. Oh, glory to God. Send him an email. Pick up the phone. Leave a message. Do something. Let him know. Daddy, I love you. I'm here with you. And we're going to make this journey. And Lord, we give you the praise for that. God, as we go home to celebrate today, let us go home, Father, with the first and most important thing in our mind is that because of where we're at and all that we are, it's because of our Heavenly Father. And today we honor you, oh, the God who has ordained families, the God who has ordained life. We bless your name. If there's anyone under the sound of my voice watching by TV or even in this building that would say, Preacher, I'm not where I need to be, but I need to make a decision right now. And I want to accept Christ as my Savior. I want to know Him as Lord of my life. I want to know before I leave here that if I leave this earth, I'm right with God where I need to be. If that's your heart today, you need to make a choice and make it early. I believe Abraham got up early in the morning for two reasons. He had a long journey, and he might have got up if he'd have thought about it long enough. He might have changed his mind. And if you need to know the Lord is your Savior today, he's gently calling you. As the enemies come to destroy you, the Lord is chasing after you through the Word of God, by His Holy Spirit, through people of the kingdom work of God who have already been birthed into God's kingdom through the cross. God is reaching out in so many ways. I want you to come and kneel at this altar. As you come, I don't want you to worry about who's looking. I don't want you to worry about what they think. It doesn't matter what they think. What matters is God loves you. And he sent his son to die for you. Will you come? Will you come? Though none go with me. Go with me. If I got to go by myself, still I will follow. The best decision you'll ever make is to surrender your life at the foot of the cross.
Amen, amen. Listen, look around at somebody around you. Tell them God loves you, and so do we. We appreciate you as our ushers come to dismiss you today. Pray that you'll have a wonderful day with your family, with your Father, remembering your Heavenly Father, amen, who loves you so dearly. Glory to God.